I used to be in this idea that when I had had more money, I would be happy or when I had uh, a following or when, when I had, you know, a little bit less body fat on my body, it was always this, this setup. What I was really saying is uh, right now I'm not where I want to be. And as soon as I gave that up, truly gave it up, I had this weird, this weird, lots of weird experience, but truly giving it up. I still wanted to live. So even though I was completely satisfied and nothing could improve the moment and, you know, some of my best experiences in my life have been just me meditating. November 2019, I just went, you know what, I'm going to have this. And my, my company, like it exploded. We did like eight and a half million dollars in sales in the next uh, eight or nine months. And then we doubled it. But I didn't care. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to this really special episode. Uh, with an author of a really um, powerful book that I enjoyed reading. It's called You're Not Broken. And it just spoke to me. And it just uh, felt like um, the words that uh, I was hearing were exactly the, the words that I needed to hear in in this moment in time for for me and um it speaks from from a higher perspective and i think it's very necessary for us to to see that higher perspective to connect with that higher perspective every once in a while and um this book really helps you with that and i, I love the fact that it always uses the, the word structure uh, which resonate with me quite a lot so um today with us we have the author of the book you're not broken chris duncan welcome chris thanks georgian it's present pleasure to be here so let us know a little bit more about who chris is uh, where you're from i think um you're the first person uh from your island to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm uh, I'm from New Zealand originally, and and uh, thank you so much for having me. It's 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 great to meet you and uh, all the listeners who are who are seeking to create a better life. And so so very grateful to be here uh, on the show with you. Uh, so yeah, I'm a New Zealander. I live in uh, Australia and founded the Conscious Education Company and the Magnetic Mind Method about, uh, gosh, four or five years ago now to, to teach people a, a new way uh, that was passed down to me uh, through some amazing mentors on how to use your super conscious to create miracles and thoughts into things faster than anything else. And the, the, the wisdom that I was given, I, I really, w I didn't believe. And so I will ask the, um, the listeners to have, you know, open-minded skepticism as I explain and share this. And I really spent some time applying it. 
You know, I think it's easy to talk about concepts, but people want to be able to have real world results. So before you click off this podcast, here's why you should listen. The, the, the work that I'm going to explain has helped a blind man see again. Uh, I helped me build a $15 million company, move to paradise, marry the love of my life. I've had at least two dozen people message me in that have had x-ray proof of either the tumors disappearing, broken bones, uh, being healed, diabetic medication no longer be needed. Of course, uh, making money, creating better relationships. And what, what is so amazing is in the two years since I released a video uh, on YouTube, we've had nearly 12 million people watch that video. And, and it's why we've written the book to, to let people know they're not broken. They can connect to their superconscious. They can have miracle transformations and they can create a life they love, which brings me to you and to this amazing podcast. <laughs> that's wonderful uh some amazing results and um that was the exact attitude that i had open-minded skepticism so i thought mm. okay i might i might know many of the, these things but let's be open-minded and see whether there yeah. is something here that uh, that i might have been missing or um a new perspective that i that i didn't look into so yeah it it really delivered and uh i'm hoping that our listeners will will choose to have an open mind as well and um just have this um openness to the new ideas and to a new perspective on on their life and on how we can live our life and one of the the things that uh that I got to was uh, in in my own experience before reading the book was um, acceptance. The fact that mm. um, it was I was enough, and I needed to appreciate and accept things. Mm. And I think it's it's very interesting. Also, uh, and one of the things that I wanted to uh, to talk with you about is this. Um, um problem orientation and also problem yeah. solving um yeah. and it's it's really interesting if you also look at it from a philosophical uh, viewpoint they are um opposites and mm -hmm. what i love about uh, what you wrote in the book is the fact that um it's about not working too much uh, on uh, on the problems and uh, also mm. not focusing too much on uh, on on the problems themselves. Uh, could you mm. explain a little bit this part? Because I, I love being uh, solution oriented, but yeah. I I think I might be missing something from from what I understood yeah. in the book. Thank you. It's a very important point. A very important point. Most of the world is based in what I like to call problem. Uh, creation mode, problem-solving mode. And, and uh, this is where you have something that you dislike, whether it's your current reality, an illness, a uh, level of income. There's something in your current reality that you decide you don't want, so you set out to solve it. Now, 
The problem is, is your identity ends up working against you. So for example, uh, your current reality is, you know, an illness or your current reality is uh, scarcity with money or your current reality is you're, you're lonely. Now you, you, you set out on a path and you say, what I'm going to focus on is creating wealth or I'm going to create a relationship or I'm going to create a healthy body. And, and that makes sense. It's what most of us do. So as we start moving towards uh, those end results, we find ourselves uh, distracted or pulled back. And that's because our identity is actually in conflict with that end result. So if you, if you don't have as much money as you want right now, you'd like to have lots of money. Your current identity is in scarcity or not good enough. Uh, same with health. Your identity is illness. And the, the challenge with the identity is our identity, your self-conscious egoic center. It doesn't like change. It, it's got only really one goal, and that's to stay alive. So, so as you move towards this uh, solution, uh, this more money, this extra, you know, uh, you know, better, better health or, uh, or an amazing relationship, you get about halfway towards it and your identity starts giving you uncomfortable feelings, feelings like, I don't know if this is what I want. I don't know if this is right. I don't know if this is me or it finds ways to distract you. Now, if you imagine this identity distracting you, pulling your focus to solve it. So, so we're moving towards what we want and then we get distracted by our identity. So then that takes our focus off what we were going for and we go to resolve this negative feeling. So this negative feeling about, you know, doubt or uncomfort or whatever it is, we might go do a course or read a book or procrastinate or distract ourselves or change ideas, change relationship, eat the wrong food, whatever it is. But then we, we, we resolve that negative feeling that the identity gave us. And so we feel good. But the problem is we're back where we started and this loop continues and, and continues. And I, and I meet this with a lot of people. They, they want to, they chase health and they say, I need to go get some health. I need to be more healthy. I don't feel good. I need to be healthy. And they say, well, I'm going to go to the naturopath. The naturopath prescribes them to change their diet. So they change their diet. They feel good for a little bit, but they still don't feel great. Then they look for something else. And then they go to, uh, you know, to a masseuse or they go get EFT or they go get hypnosis and they keep on chasing and they get nowhere. This is called the problem reality. And what happens is, is in this reality, you end up creating an identity that says, I cannot create without fixing myself. I cannot create with the way I am. And this is actually one of the biggest uh, uh, problems or challenges in the personal development world. Every time we walk into a new uh, technique, modality, or book, we walk in trying to fix the way we are in a belief that if we fixed ourselves, improved ourselves, healed ourselves, we would finally have what we want. Now, the, the thing is, is this is in direct contrast with how real creation happens. The real, real creation happens by acknowledging you are it all already. We have a saying, you must be it to see it. And the it is the all, the infinite, everything. Once you realize you are it, then there's nothing to solve. And so rather than going for something to solve a way you feel incomplete, you just create like an artist turning a blank canvas into an amazing work of art. You're in the creation reality. The creation reality by definition is not better than where you are now. It is simply a different experience in this human journey. And so your, your uh, message here about gratitude and acceptance is so true. And I love what the Stoics said. 
acquiesce to the moment, acquiesce to the now. There's, there's nothing more rich than the now. Once you truly understand that you cannot be more abundant than you can, than you choose to be right now. You cannot be more happy than you choose to be right now. You cannot be more in love than you choose to be right now. Nothing outside of you will give you what you can't already give yourself now. And once you truly get that, uh, you become a superconductor. You have no resistance because your identity is now equivalent or equal to the identity that has the result that you're creating. And that's the key. That's what unlocks a magnetic moment. You step through the wizard's gate and you create like magic. When, when you stop trying to solve your illness and accept it for what it is, put your body in the right conditions. I've, I've seen miracles happen. Re, people regaining their eyesight or walking after 30 years of using a cane. It's just a miracle. And, and that, so that, that's what the, the, that shift is. And the shift happens in the now, which is, I guess, what... Uh, what you and your listeners uh, are already doing. Yeah, this is what we, we strive to do. We are not always that great at it, but um, we, we try our best to, to do it because we know um, the many benefits. And now with, with this perspective, it's, um, it's even more encouraging because uh, I feel that this resonates a lot with with gratitude just being mm. happy and satisfied um, and grateful for the, the present moment for all mm. of the things that are great right now mm. and from there we can create well without uh, without much expectation of, of some sort but we can just create because yeah. we are already uh, satisfied yeah, totally. You know, I used to be totally, I used to be in this idea that w when I had had more money, I would be happy or when I had uh, a following or when, when I had, you know, a little bit less body fat on my body, it was always this, this setup. What I was really saying is uh, right now I'm not where I want to be. And as soon as I gave that up, truly gave it up, I had this weird this weird, lots of weird experience, but truly giving it up. I still wanted to live. So even though I was completely satisfied and nothing could improve the moment and, you know, some of my best experiences in my life have been just me meditating. Even though that was so marvelous, it didn't mean I wanted to just end my human journey. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> I, I, like, I just didn't want to, I didn't need to create the things so, so I started, I started creating from a different orientation <laughs> and, and it got, it got really weird. It was like, you know, uh, I didn't, I truly didn't matter if I made a million dollars or lost it, I would be just as happy. And as soon as I unlocked that door, it didn't matter if, you know, how I, how my body was, it just, I just gave up and I became super conscious and it, it was, it was just wild. Like it was I couldn't believe it. I became so unattached to it. And then 
as I became unattached, I realized I was already bigger than any end result. I was bigger than, I had more abundance than any money could give me. Heck, that can't give you anything. More, more love than any relationship could give me. I had it all in me because I am the all. I'm connected to it. I'm a drop in the ocean of the source code. And I went, wow, I'm bigger than all of these things. So I'll just choose to have that flavor. And I remember making the choice and it was like, November 2019, I just went, you know what, I'm going to have this. And my, my company, like it exploded. We did like eight and a half million dollars in sales in the next uh, eight or nine months. And then we doubled it. But I didn't care, you know, and, and, and there's things like that. And so, so you, you know, exactly what you say is right. When you, when you truly give up the, the self-conscious, limited perspective that a, a, a human vehicle has orientated us to through a individuation phase to you know use a, a word from Jung oh it's it's so magical and it, it, it's it's sometimes the only thing is like I you need your manifestations to slow down a bit so you can enjoy them <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that so becomes true. the only problem is like hey can I have a bit of space to enjoy each one of these for a second <laughs> <laughs> that's very true that's very true and also in, in in those moments I believe that gratitude is is very important to just yeah uh, while you have the experience or or afterwards just to to realize that you had that wonderful experience and um, that's that's one of the things that we talk about here yeah many times we we have great experience in our day but since everything is happening so fast we forget to appreciate the more just uh we're we're just not seeing them um but uh, i also loved how how you explained how we uh got here and in the sense that uh, you mentioned Mm. individuation and Mm. um, our journey from our mother's womb to where we are Mm. right now can you share a a little bit about that as well yeah i have a really great diagram in in the book and uh, you you know so so explaining it is a little little bit difficult but but i will we we all start out as a as a creative energy and we are we are the all and and we desire a human experience we desire limitation the reason why we desire limitation to fall from grace and to to experience a limited form is without limited edges you can't experience anything without hot you can't experience cold so so we must become something by coming something we're not everything that's the definition of limitation it has an edge and this is uh you know jung has a word called individuation which i've borrowed and individuation is is what happens when we we find out that we're human and uh we we come into this experience and as we realize that we're not the all as we realize that there are things we can do to lose our the attention or just or have disapproval from our parents or be laughed at by our peers or or, or what whatever it is when we learn that there is things that can uh, happen that we dislike that we are limited and then we also learn there are things we can do to get more of what we like we, we make up beliefs about how the world is and, and between the ages of zero and four we're really searching for how the world is and by age seven we've locked it in and we, we create a worldview and in this worldview this this uh, problem orientation this limited viewpoint it becomes our way to overcome uh, the world. It gives us a point of reference. And, and typically there's six. 
Uh, the first one is I'm not worthy. And this, this person desires to do really good in the world. Their belief is if they do enough good in the world, they'll get what they want. This person ends up the most lost and resentful because they do good for everybody else and wonder why no one's doing good for them. <laughs> and, and the reason is because they're just not going for what they want. <laughs> you know, they think if I start a charity and help all these people, well, then I'll be rich. It's like, well, you know, if I, if I be a good wife, I'll have a good relationship or whatever it is. It just doesn't work that way. They, they, they desire to be worthy of it rather than just have it. The next is uh, not good enough. This was my orientation. I believed, hey, I'm not good enough. And then this person focuses on their work. They, they don't think they are good enough. So they, they become very good at things and they put their work in front of them. They say, look how good my work is. And they orientate by, you know, getting a gold star at school and getting a pat on a back and saying, look how good you did, but, but not actually living through themselves. The third orientation is not belonging. This person always feels overlooked. They don't belong. You know, they don't, they don't know their place. And so they spend their whole life trying to search to fit in. Uh, the fourth way is insignificant, feeling insignificant that, uh, that, that they're just small. Either this shows up in two ways. Either they have no goals. <laughs> they, don't, they say, I'm going for nothing. I'm happy how it is. Or they try to go for becoming really famous and significant. Uh, the next way is not capable. So this person will think, well, I'm not capable enough and they need to gather resources to become capable. They get certifications and they, they never have enough time. The not capable orientation always they never have enough time or I never have enough money. I don't know the right people. And uh, then the last one is the need to be perfect. This is, I, they're, they're always trying to have themselves be a perfect way. There's a right way and a wrong way. So, th so these six orientations, they, they lock us into to basically a orientation in life and a focus. And the focus is to overcome that. And I meet a lot of people who have never let go of this childhood uh, orientation. And the reason is, is in, in today's society, we do not have an initiation. So, you know, in ancient times, nearly all cultures, if you look at them, had an initiation. For women, it was at their first menstrual period and uh, that time in life, their first cycle. And, and for, for men, it, it was around the age 15, 16. And we would, we would learn that we were powerful. And we would learn that those um, six core wounded uh, orientations were just not true. We would learn to overcome them. I don't know about you, but most people that I talk to, they didn't have a formal initiation into adulthood where it says, you are now an adult, you, you are now powerful. You know, you don't need to belong anywhere. You're already perfect. You don't, you, you're already capable. You don't need, you are good enough. You are, you, you're already worth, you're already that. But most of us are 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 year old children still trying to <laughs> become perfect or, or, or seek approval. And unfortunately, most people st stay stuck there. And this is where I meet them. And, and the first thing as I do is, is I, I help them uh, to orient to a new way of being, not by fixing themselves, but by just letting go of the, the, the limited viewpoints that they that created through limitation so that they can actually live a life as super conscious and as a self-conscious. So, so that's the big shift. And that shift we call is about, uh, we, we call stepping into the, uh, stepping through the wizard's gate and accessing the magnetic moment. This is when you be it. And it is when you are it all, you know, <laughs> there's nothing you can do to be more good enough. There's nothing you can do to belong more or less or have, there's, there's nothing you, it's already in you. And that, that's that moment I'm talking about. Once we make that shift, we use a process called the recode, recodes limitation to have it now, to become it now, to, to be both your super conscious awareness and your self-conscious limitation. When they do that, 
boom, they snap into place and we start creating end results for no good reason, <laughs> just because they would love. In fact, that's something that we teach. Well, I teach, we teach this. There's, there's no reason why, there should be no reason why you want to create something. So you always know when someone's trying to overcome a self-imposed limitation, when there's always a reason why, oh, I want to create a, a, a book because if I impact a million people, then people will think I'm amazing. Or uh, if I do this, then whenever there's a big why, in fact, one of the things I really dislike is having to have any other reason than I just want it. I just choose it. Like, well, I just choose to create a beautiful home or I just choose to have a charity, you know? It's not going to make me any better or worse. I just choose it. So, so that's the shift. And then, you know, after that, we, we really step into a new reality. Um, yeah. Did that make sense? Yeah. I hope that that made yeah, sense. Yeah, it, the it made a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I actually wanted to, to quote um, from the book something that I think it's, uh, it's really relevant to what you just said. You can create mm. what you love knowing nothing will give or take away your core satisfaction in life. <laughs> amen to that that's some wisdom yeah it definitely is and yeah. um i i definitely resonate with this uh, but yeah. one of the, the the interesting things that are happening right now in in my own life is um mm. it has to do with my identity so my identity mm. was uh being very responsible and ambitious and um mm. things of this nature and right now for some reason i feel that identity is dying <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's it's very interesting that it's it feels like i'm somehow in the middle of nowhere and i i don't know what to do now you know if i'm not that what am i <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i know that moment well i know it well i guide guide lots of uh, lots of people through that so good for you Spectrum Mobile is reinventing wireless again. Get unlimited on two-plus lines for $29.99 a month per line. No contracts, no added taxes or fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60% with Spectrum Mobile. Get unlimited on two-plus lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999 or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two-plus unlimited lines. Spectrum internet required. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded. Restrictions apply. Good yeah thank you thank you and um yeah it's it's very interesting that even joy can be scary if if it doesn't fit in uh, our identity if mm. we are mm. a problem solver okay just mm. being joyous what am i doing <laughs> i should solve some problems i should do some things yeah yeah. Well, when you, <laughs> when you've placed your worth uh, on your work, you know, this would be an, uh, an orientation of I'm not good enough. My work must prove how good I am. The, yeah. the person who has that orientation and won't allow themselves to just be because just being is scary because they, mm -hmm. they don't feel they have worth their own. Their worth is through their work. And so I must be, I must be putting my work on, on show. And so it's very scary. It is very scary. And many people say to this person, they say, you just need to relax. And to relax feels like jail to them. They're like, what do you mean relax? Exactly. You know, on the weekend, <laughs> I just do more work. And, and, and others go, well, you just need to relax. And it's like, no, they need to allow themselves to, to let go truthfully 
of this idea that their work is going to make them good enough. You know, because we think that. We think, you know, so I've written this, this book, hey, and millions of people are going to buy it, and it, it's amazing. But that doesn't change. That doesn't change me. You know, I'm, I'm still Chris that uh, we'll, we'll sit down and have a whiskey with you and, and uh, you know, just in, enjoy the moment. That, that's who I am. And then I was fortunate enough to, to put a book together that, that people loved. And, and that's when you get that separation, uh, magic, magic, because your identity is no longer thinking that's going to give it what it wants. It already has it. Exactly. That's, I believe this is, I don't know, it's so deep and so, so true for me in this moment, especially it resonates very, very deeply with me. And I think it's, um, again, it, is very much related to gratitude and to mm. appreciating ourselves and what we have in our life and mm. feeling enough, feeling like we have enough, feeling that we are enough. And mm. I think it's, it's something that we, especially nowadays with all of the, the things that influence us one way or another, the media and um, social media, mm. it's, really not that easy to feel that way and to really mm. experience that that and yeah gratitude definitely helps us with uh with this bit um mm. th there is a, a question from the book that um mm. i really loved and i think it would be interesting for our listeners to hear it it goes mm. like this what would you really love to create for no reason other than mm. you would just love to have it. Mm. <laughs> so good, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So I think good. it's uh, it's exactly what you said. Uh, how, what would we love to, to create? How would we love to live? Not for, because I think this, this idea that, that you mentioned is um is seen in our society quite a lot many people um, work hard so that they are seen in a certain way or buy things mm. so that they are seen in a certain way yeah can i interrupt is that all right yeah sure please <laughs> <laughs> i was like oops <laughs> you know you have to ask anyone like that you ask them one question and i want all the listeners is if that's the thing that can give or take from you, where's the power? If, if others' opinions can give you a sense of importance, then they can also take it from you. If, if a relationship you're in can give you love, it can take it from you. So where's the power? Where's the power? Where's the power if money gives you freedom? Where's the power? The power is outside of you. And that's the problem. If you have to put the power in medication, if you have to put the power in a in someone else, where's the real power? It's it's outside of you. See, if if the the true power for healing or miracles or creation was outside of us, then why is it true that it's not? There is no uh, there is no one vitamin or medicine that works a hundred percent of the time. Because because if this other thing was so powerful, there would be something in our universe that if you do it a hundred percent of the time, it works. Therefore, you, you must realize that 
It's the person choosing to be powerful and using, they decide they're powerful. They decide that whatever it is that they're taking or using is going to work. It's their decision. See, we, we negate the power. And obviously uh, the, the placebo effect talks more about this as well, is that we have an internal superconscious operating system that we are not using. We're giving the power away thinking that it, it's just, if you take this, if you take this medication, you take this thing, it's lucky dip. You know, the truth is there's, there's one big pharmacy inside of us. There's, there's a whole world of possibilities that has been unexplored. And so, so you're right. You know, what would you love to create for no reason? Then you'd love to create it because you already are it all. You po can't possibly be more than what you really are. <laughs> I mean, for goodness sake, we are a creative energy that turned up in a human form <laughs> and ate some plants and maybe some animals, maybe, and created a body out of it. You know, we are a walking, talking intelligence. We are, we are hydrogen molecules and carbon, you know, walking around on a rock. Like that, that's what we are. You know, you're kidding me that some money or some other human beings that are clapping their particles together is what gives you a feeling, <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's us, it's inside of us. And, and that's the missing piece. That's the missing piece. And most personal development work is the person thinks the power is outside of them. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, one one other topic that I wanted to um, to bring up is is this part of always working on yourself and always mm -hmm. healing and always uh, doing these mm -hmm. kinds of things. And um, mm -hmm. I loved what you said that we are never allowed to solve the problem because if we mm -hmm. do, we will not know who we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you uh, um, tell us a little bit more about this idea? Oh, bro, I, I would love to. I would love to. If you have an identity that's not good enough, that creates a belief, if it had a million followers or a million dollars, then it would be good enough. It will never allow you to have that result because if you were to achieve that result, it would have to give up its way of being. It would have to die because of the whole setup, you see. If I create this, I am good enough, yet my identity is someone who is not good enough. Therefore, I can never touch that. Otherwise, everything I know how the world is will have to die. So some people think it's an option whether or not they want to share and do what I'm suggesting. But well, it's always an option, obviously. They will, you will never, ever create something that is in contrast to the way that you, your identity believes the world is now. You cannot. Your identity will have to die. The only way is now, to shift now. Once you now are good enough, then you just choose what you want and you know it doesn't change you. Does that make sense? You know, yeah. gosh, it's, it's, it's so big, isn't it? It's so big yet. We, we go and we, we think, Oh, you know, if I had that relationship, if I had that body weight, then, you know, then I'd be worthy. Then I'd be worthy of 
blah, blah, blah. And so you'll never have that because your unworthy identity will never give up its way of being in order for you to have it. It's a complete self-conscious ego setup that is completely unworkable and your life will just flow like a pendulum. <laughs> back and forth and back and forth, never being allowed to have it for long enough to enjoy it, always having it fall apart. And when you get that, uh, listeners, <laughs> uh, I'll be so happy for you. Uh, your life will be, uh, your life will already be good enough. You, you won't need to create anything, but you'll find that everything just falls into place. Yeah, you will. Uh, create just for the sake of it and um, yeah I think that's that's amazing and mm. this is this is this makes so much sense like if we if we're just open to this idea it, mm. it just fits right in mm. and uh, I think it's uh, it's something very powerful that we can we can open up to and um, mm explore just see how we, how it feels for us how it how it uh, feels in our <laughs> you know, body right <laughs> right i mean the worst case if you choose to just feel good now and if you choose to just be you know be happy now the wor the worst case is you'll just be really happy <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and you know what the fear is the fear is someone says but chris if i believe i'm good enough now where will my motivation go you know, they say, well, if I feel yeah. happy and content now, where will my motivation go? <laughs> and I'm like, ha ha, it, it, it just showed itself. It just showed how dysfunctional it is. It just showed you that it will never give up the feeling of being dissatisfied. You just proved my point. <laughs> that <laughs> you're, so, you, 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 you're so scared of losing motivation. You know, just think about this is, I want to be motivated to achieve the goal to finally be good enough. And I'm saying, well, why don't we choose to be good enough right now? Oh, but I'll lose my motivation. Why did you want the motivation to get to this end result so I could finally be good enough? Hmm. Let's think about that. So, <laughs> so it's, like, well, the, <laughs> it's like the worst case is you're just going to feel the way you want to feel in the future now. <laughs> and maybe you'll have some different goals because you'll realize those other goals were actually not really what you wanted. <laughs> You know, exactly. No, exactly. There's no way to lose, but but have open-minded skepticism. Like, be a complete skeptic with an open mind. Be a true scientist. Uh, you know, I think the the scientist of testing hypotheses is uh, the scientific way, the scientific method. I think it's a very valid method. It's like open-minded skepticism. Uh, test the hypotheses. You know, exactly, and see for yourself and see how yeah. how it feels. What's what's yeah. happening. Uh, what's yeah. not happening and uh, yeah, yeah be, it, it's important also to be aware of of the things like like you said um what's happening inside when you when you feel yeah. that you're already good enough okay you're thinking <laughs> yeah. about motivation then it might be that um it's still that part of you that uh yeah. feels that it needs to do something to be good enough yeah yeah so yeah, I think it's uh, this is very powerful and yet very simple. And I think the the wisest things in the world are are simple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. So uh, we are nearing the end of our time together, and um, it's been a real pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. 
And um, I wanted to to ask you if you can uh, share with our listeners where can they get the book, You're Not Broken, and also uh, get in touch with you. Yeah, thank you. And, and thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with your listeners. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, I'm on all social medias, Christopher M. Duncan. Uh, the book is at uh, you'renotbroken.com. You can obviously find it on uh, Amazon and uh, and everywhere else as well. Uh, the best, the best place for me is to, to get, get me on YouTube or, uh, social media and, and say, hi, uh, I've got, a, a few free trainings out there, which you can enjoy about this process, but yeah, grab the book, grab the book. Your, um, your life will never be the same again. You know, truthfully, when you, when you learn how to orient as a creator and have a working relationship with your superconscious. Your, your life will be magic. And that's just true. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Thank you so much for, for being with us here and for being so present and um, for sharing all of the, the knowledge and wisdom that you have acquired and um, just for, for writing the book as well and for giving us this perspective. Thank you. Thanks, man. Hey Gratitude Seeker, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.